Hello, everyone. Another wonderful night of the Four Guys Roundtable show with moi, followed by Darth Pat, AJ Nitro, Coach Jeremy. And tonight's episode will be about everything and absolutely nothing at all. <laughs> so be prepared to hear everything you want and absolutely hear nothing you're going to want to want to know either. So, um, yeah, that's what uh, we're going to be doing tonight. We'll see. They how may goes. hear some. Th- they may hear some things they don't want to. Also, um, they probably one thousand percent are. <laughs> so, a fair warning: if you have young children and you're listening to this in earshot of a young child, you are going to want to tell them to go away right now. Um, I mean, we're not going to do anything disturbing because we're on video as well, so we're not going to do any of that. But just. Yeah. The stuff the that language will, be, will not be appropriate for young uh, listeners. <laughs> Probably spew, not. Spew out of our mouths will be something of interest, possibly. Well, I'm hoping that nobody spews, but uh, that's a possibility. <laughs> I did see Darth Pat is drinking a beer again tonight, so he could spew. Depends on who's drinking. <laughs> I don't. Well, with the look on his face, I'm thinking he's just. Did you fart, Pat? Because you look like you farted. <laughs> He's got that smirk on his face like he just like he just sat there and just like one of those quiet, slow ones come out that just warms your butt. He's kind of like, ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I always feel bad for anybody. That's well, that's good. When that that's, happens. That's, that's good to know that I apparently have a facial expression that can make you think that because none of that happened. What what were you about to say, Jeremy? I said I feel bad for anybody that's around me when those kind of farts yes. happen. I feel bad for any of them too. Um, I think we've all been there at some point. <laughs> We yes. probably have all, but that's why yeah. I feel sorry for anybody that's in the vicinity of him. Well, Matt knows very well because uh, <laughs> there was a one time I'm going to share a really kind of disgusting story. Eh, I'd say embarrassing, yeah, but that, it doesn't embarrass me anymore. So when uh, Matt used to live in Pennsylvania, he had a bathroom in a very small like area of his room. It was kind of like an add-on room. like Sunroom. Almost, yeah, I guess you could call it a sunroom. And uh, had a bathroom in there that had no fan. So, <laughs> no, it didn't. So, uh, <laughs> needless to say, I had to use the bathroom. And it wasn't number one. It was a big old number two. And uh, it was so bad, it stunk up the entire downstairs of his house. <laughs> so, yeah, he knows firsthand how bad it can be. <laughs> Sure do. And I don't know. It, it doesn't matter what I eat. Like, I could eat really healthy stuff. I could eat really shitty stuff. And it just doesn't matter. Like, I got you get one of those brewing, and it's like, good God, go away. You better run for the hills because somebody's dying. You you, no you, stuff, and my, you, and my brother Ned, Jeremy, we could have a contest to see who could empty out a house first. Yeah, but that's not the kind of contest that I want to have. I don't want to have a who can stop I know. <laughs> Like, ooh, my shit smells better than yours. <laughs> Do you have any comments, Pat? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a customer come in today uh-huh. and return a pair of shoes, and I had a mask on, and I could smell Uh-oh. Um, them without even with the mask on. So I took it over to another of my coworkers, and I said, this smells 
rank, right? She's like, yep, that smells like 100% pot. <laughs> so wow. I had the to go shoes. in the back and spray them off two different times today to get them to smell like somewhat like shoes again. Wow. Like, did they just dip it in pot? Like, I don't know. Like... It was like they were sitting in their car. And I, I, I think that when I want to assume that with pot smokers, it's the same thing as with cigarette smokers. When you do it enough, you don't start to notice that smell. So I feel like maybe true. it was sitting in their car and they didn't even notice. But as soon as it walked in our store, I noticed <laughs> and I had a mask on. That That's how bad it has to be when I'm down this far away from it. And I had a mask on. And I'm like, whoa. They must be regulars at uh, smoking old marijuana <laughs> yeah. multiple times a day. If it was that I, bad, I, I've walked into many people's houses that I know smoke weed, and there's only one particular house that I walk into that I can smell it. Other people's houses, it usually they're burning something that kills the smell of weed, you know. <laughs> Because they're kind of like we don't we know pe- people know we do but we don't want them to smell that we do, um, so. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know that is what it is. That's <laughs> for. So so. We... Uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. You go. I was just going to uh, ask Mister Patrick if uh, how his day was. It's Saturday, you know. He had off, no work. Wasn't at work yesterday either, but yeah. So, um, does that mean you had a good week, a bad week, a so-so week? Uh, um, let's see. A week of terror? I don't know. Um, let me see here. Uh, is it that hard to remember what you did this week, Pat? No, 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 no. It's not, it's not that. It's that, um, I know what Joe is doing. <laughs> <laughs> I am just getting the exact time, okay? So, let's see. Yesterday at exactly <laughs> 7.51 p.m., wow. I, posted, I, I posted on Facebook, Fuck you, 2020. <laughs> and... What are you, fucking airplane? <laughs> <laughs> that was my long drawn out and... so yes, yesterday when you posted that um, I was at work and then uh, you and our other mutual friend Pat as well kind of posted two things on Facebook and it was like minutes apart and I'm like what the fuck's going on what did I miss <laughs> I messaged Pat I'm like hey what's going on and then as I text him that um, uh, uh, reply back to him on Facebook. I'm like, I'm gonna go on abcnews.com. Let me see what's going on. And then when I write to it, <laughs> that was the headline of of the uh, the, the judge who uh, uh, passed away yesterday. So the notorious like, RBG. Yes. And I was like, oh, so this is what those two were probably talking about. <laughs> and then Pat replied back that that was what it was. I also had to go f- figure out what he was talking about when he posted that. So yes, Ruth Gator Ginsburg. Yes. Uh, Ruth Bader. Bader. Ginsburg. <laughs> Sorry, Bader. Bader. Bader Ginsburg. I don't know. Whatever. I know you don't I know, know who she is. You don't follow this stuff, but yeah. Well, I know who Ruth Bader Ginsburg is. Yeah. You know, I know who that is. But um, I must say, so there was a, so 
Mr. DePew, <laughs> Mr. Darth Pat, um, commented on a very interesting little rally that I know two people that they were at because they are related to me. Um, <laughs> and it was called it was called a Freedom Fest rally here in Pennsylvania, down in Har- uh, uh, across in Harrisburg, not down in Harrisburg because we're technically across from Harrisburg. Maybe a little down it is from where we are, but a little south, a little south. But uh, speaking speaking of weed, I think people are smoking weed outside. <laughs> I have my window open and I can smell some stank. <laughs> Jeremy's gonna get some secondhand smoke this evening. Okay, but uh, okay. So back to topic. <laughs> um, we were on topic. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but uh, it was a freedom fest, and I have two people that I'm related to that go to these things. That they're held by a certain uh, senator in our state. Um, Doug Mastrioni, and uh, he commented on it because they're all about, you know, no mask. We should have the right to choose, blah, 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 like, you know, feeling like their rights are taken away. Um, And it was funny because my oldest daughter saw that I posted a simple question. I don't know if uh, Darth Pat saw that, but I posted a simple question because they were talking. One of the people was very rude on there and said, yeah, put these sheep back in their, you know, back at the the kennel or whatever, you know, whatever. Something about sheep and putting them back in the zoo or back in the barn or whatever. So I simply said, are all people who wear masks sheep? Which somebody replied to no. But then Darth Pat put a comment, Uh which I'm going to read now out loud because this is really funny. This is gonna be great uh, to me because I can I can hear Pat's I can hear Pat's anger in his post. So <laughs> it says, "Those of you who choose not to wear masks are putting the health of everyone in jeopardy, including your own." I'm not sure why that's such a hard concept to understand. I hate wearing a mask too, but I care about my health and the health of others around of those around me. <laughs> I mean, he is he is so, dark Pat, so he yes. has to wear a mask. So, <laughs> but. I had to I had to laugh because of course it was my oldest daughter. She must get notifications when friends or friends of friends post on things. So she like called us out and my wife was very worried that my uh my sibling and his wife were gonna see this because they were at it and she was actually filming it. She was doing the live feed for this gentleman. Uh so she was a little freaked out. I was like, But I didn't say anything nasty. I just asked if I was a sheep because I wear a mask, you know? <laughs> Simple question. Simple question. But yeah, she was reading through the comments and there were some really nasty people on there, like being very demeaning towards those that have a different opinion on themselves. I was like, this is freaking nuts. Like yes. you guys need to calm down just a little. It's It's been like that for quite some time. Yeah, it, it really, it really has been. It's, it's something that unfortunately the entire concept of the internet and social media in general has really exacerbated in the sense that everybody seems to be very content to stay in their own like groups, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. just to kind of congregate with those who think similarly to them. And the unfortunate aspect of this, and I freely admit I'm guilty of this myself, is that you become not just dismissive of the other side, but downright hostile to the other side, where you really can have a productive conversation. Mm -hmm. And 
I don't really, unfortunately, see any way of returning to a time before that, really. Uh, and that's for a lot of reasons. It's, I mean, I've heard, I've heard a lot of people say on like, you know, cable news shows, and I've seen articles kind of backing it up too, that you see that trend also with where people are living. People are like increasingly like living only amongst people who seem, seem to share similar viewpoints and things of that sort. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of seems to be the way that it is anymore. So, yeah. I feel feel like I still live in an area, Jeremy, and I still live in an area where we actually still Mm -hmm. do have uh, a bit of a cross section. Um, I agree. You know, I I say we're still a predominantly white area, but there are large minority presences in both, you know, African-American and Hispanic, especially um, that I still feel like our area is is very much like a swing area and that, you know, we can we can go either way and, um there's a, there is some difference of opinion in like the greater area. Uh, you know, I've seen, and like now I was just driving around this morning, go into the food store and back, you know, I saw plenty of signs for one candidate, saw plenty of signs for the other candidate. So, um, yeah, we're, uh, we're just in a very polarized, uh, place. And unfortunately though, that ends up spreading to things that shouldn't get like that, you know, like how do we mm-hmm. combat this pandemic? Um, but we're there and uh, we're all suffering for it, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's a point where um, no one wants to like talk. It's one side wants to destroy the other side and they don't care how they go about doing it. They don't care what they say, what they do. And I mean, my, my, my one best friend, his wife just posted on Facebook this evening that, you know, she says she's taking a break from Facebook and social media. She'll see everybody in 2021 um, because of all the negativity on social media you know, with, with everything, just not just not just, uh, you know, um, the voting, but in the election yeah. coming up, but just the, that the pandemic, the racism, all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, I get her, I get where she's coming from. You know, it's it's one of those things. I'm not on Facebook as much as I used to be or I, I, I never really been one to post a lot of stuff on there anyway. But it's just I, I can't I, I scroll through a lot of stuff. I just have to bypass it because when I start reading it, it just gets me all worked up for no reason there's no reason for me to get worked up for listening to ignorance and nonsense on social media when everyone thinks they have big balls and they can say whatever they want and don't give a fuck so i'm gonna pat i'm gonna change the subject do do, have the yankees figured it out finally uh hard to say i mean they've definitely played better over the last you know week and week or so here they've gotten you know healthier and that you know, a few guys came off the injured list. Um, How many so, games have they won in a row? Like nine or eight? Uh, I I've actually kind of lost count. I mean, they're 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 going to win tonight, right? They're going to win tonight. So yeah, so that would uh, hold the standings here. That would make it ten in a row, actually. Uh, so they were they're not they were in the eight, eight spot. And now they're in the four, right? Yes, because they're percentage points ahead of the Twins. Uh, the Twins have played a couple more games, but the Yankees have one fewer loss, and of course everybody's everybody's you can't, team. You can't erase you can't erase losses. So everybody's teams on here are going to make the postseason. And maybe yep. if they're lucky, they can get into the two hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Jesus. <laughs> See, now, when you say something like that, when it's just not even remotely correct, you just don't... <laughs> you... 
both of Joe's teams and both the Chicago teams and the Phillies and the Yankees are all going to make the postseason. Correct. Just yeah. about. Yeah. The Phillies uh, make it by default because there's 10, 15 teams, whatever many teams make it to playoffs. So the, the Phillies make 16. it because they're, they're uh, shitty eight, enough eight, to, to make eight, it in the actual league. So, yeah. yeah. It's it's nuts. I mean, I get why they're doing it, but I'm like, yeah, the Phillies no, making it so shitty. It, it 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 makes sense for this year, but they're already talking about extending it to next year, and it's like, no way. I just, oh, see, I I like this. I like, I like the way they're doing it this year too. I I like it. So yeah, it, it makes sense for this year when you only have a 60 game regular season. But if you're gonna play, and who knows if it's actually gonna happen? Because who knows how what the hell the pandemic's gonna look like come you know February, March, and every other damn thing. But uh, if you're going to play a 162-game schedule and then still have more than half the league qualify for the playoffs in some way, that really doesn't make any sense because there's what's the point of having – what's the point of playing a 162-game regular season then if you're still going to have 16 teams make the playoffs? It just – it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It really devalues – it really de- – even, even then, I don't really think that that helps. I mean, because that, that really just – devalues the regular season in, in a lot of ways. So you just can't have that many teams making the playoffs because you're going to have too many teams that are close to 500 who would make it. I mean, right now, the way – like, okay, we still have about a week of games to play in baseball. But right now, the eight teams that would make it in the American League, two of them are at exactly 500 in the Blue Jays and the Astros. In the National League, the top eight teams also include two teams that are at exactly 500 in the Cardinals and the Reds. And the Phillies are two games over. So it's like if you're going to play a 162-game schedule, that means you're going to have teams that are make, winning 81, 82, 83 games making the playoffs, and that's just no. I mean, the NBA, the NBA has teams every year the that NBA, are under 500. The, the, the NBA schedule is also half as long. I know, but so, that it, it fits the sport. I'm saying, though, it's still... Every, every yeah, sport it, it has it, that, it, though. It fits that sport. It does <clears> not fit baseball. All three sports they'll go through that though. I mean, football is 16 games. They can have like eight and 18 make the playoffs, or a nine and shitty nine and seven team. And hockey can have a, a crappy team get made the playoffs because of freaking they have 16 ties, but they have a losing record per se. So it's 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 I, I like it. I mean, they I think they could do it next year if they play three out of five and they play all the games back to back to back. I mean, or have a break whatever to pay on the pandemic, you know, one, one game break, one, one day off to travel and that's it mm-hmm. per se. Um, yeah. You know, have yeah. the first two games in the, the team who has home field advantage, you play on the road, the first two games and the last three games, you play at the other stadium. Yeah. There's it's, different ways to do it. I just think just with that many teams, there's no reason why you can't have at least half the league into the playoffs. Yeah, it's just interesting because, like, with the Phillies, just for example, the Phillies have pretty much fallen apart, which I kind of expected was going to happen because um, their bullpen's garbage, like, absolutely just trash. Um, but they still are in the eighth spot to make the playoffs. But yet they are. Right oh, are they sixth right now? So everybody else well, is doing uh, bad. Well, too. actually, I'm sorry. You know what? I keep forgetting Seven. this. They're technically seventh. They have the sixth yeah. best record, but the way that they're doing this, which is kind of stupid, is that the top two division teams in each division are one through six automatically, uh, and then it's seven. Wild and eight cards, are yeah. Like the, are like the next best teams, which is 
the top it, two third place it, teams, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, because but like so right now, I mean this will this will make AJ laugh. Uh, Cleveland has the sixth best record in the American League, but they would be the seventh seed right now because Houston, who has a worse record, is in second place. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but, like that, that, and that's, that's, that's they're, they're that same place thing. in the West because the West sucks. Yeah. Somebody... That, same, that same thing is actually going to happen to the Phillies right now. The Phillies actually have the sixth best record in the National League, but if the playoffs began right now, the Phillies would be the seventh seed because the Cardinals, who have a worse record, are in second place in the other division. Somebody on so. my Facebook posted that Thursday night was the first time since 2015 that the Browns and the Indians won on the same night, like the same day when they were playing together. <laughs> Shows how hard that sports Since when? Is. 2015. <laughs> it's a lot of years to go without your I mean, I know on that the same day. There's only overlap at the beginning, you know, the end of baseball and the beginning well, of even, the NFL, even, but still. Yeah, but, but even so, that's like four years where... <laughs> Or you know, four four plus or whatever. That's how they, bad the clowns are. They would have, yeah. They yeah, would have played on the. Cleveland. They would have played that's on the same the day. Browns. They would have played on the same day at least, you know, four to five times. So you would have thought that at least one time in that stretch. <laughs> <laughs> So, that yeah, one was that, amusing. That one was amusing when I saw that today. I definitely chuckled at that one. Yeah, this, there's, there's, that's the great thing about sports is that you can always find interesting little factoids that emerge and you go, yeah, really? Yes. <laughs> Adam also texted me the other night and said they only had 6,000 fans at the game and the Cleveland fans still managed to get in a couple of fights, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yes, I with Cincinnati, that. yeah, with the Bengal fans, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I heard about that. I was going to say, when it's like a game against the Bengals, I guess that's not that surprising. But um, I think I also saw that with the limited amount of fans they had in the opening Thursday night game between Houston and Kansas City, at least one fan has tested positive now. So. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's only one. It's one. I know, but it's just it just goes to show it's going to be a risky proposition at any any football yeah. stadium where you're letting fans in. That's all. Oh, no, that's I mean, absolutely. Is it that hard when you got that many seats and you're limiting limiting the number <laughs> of fans to like do social distancing? One unless they're family, like they sit, they have to sit four seats apart on all sides. You know, that's not that freaking difficult to figure out. Well, I mean, granted, they're going to come. It was, apparently, it was difficult to a certain extent because, like I said, one person came down with it. So. And who knows? They could have been family members and somebody in their family had it. You know, it happens. But two regardless. Of, two of you guys, I believe, Pat and Joe, don't your teams play this weekend? Yes, they do. They do. We'll see how that game goes. Uh, the Bears and the Giants, yes. The Eagles play the uh, wonderful Rams. So that is going to be interesting because they lost to the team with no fucking name. <laughs> the Broncos that's, are probably going to lose to Pittsburgh this weekend. I've already kind of accepted that that's coming. So, like, I, I mean, granted, a team doesn't need a name to be a football team. But don't you think that takes a little steam out of the fact that who you're playing for? Like, dude, we don't even fucking play for a team with a name. Like, man, we are fucking terrible. You know, hey, it's how 2020 is this year. You know, <laughs> this adds to the the climax of everything else that's been going on. Now, I didn't see the game, and I'm kind of glad I didn't see the game because I'd have probably been 
so pissed off watching that shit happen. How do you go from being up 17 nothing <laughs> to giving up 27 unanswered points? Like, that is just ridiculous. It was um... – it was really I, – I was watching some of that game. I wouldn't say I saw all of it. But it really came down to the fact that the Redskins defensive line just uh, – I just said their name. Damn it. I mean, I'm going to keep doing this for forever. <laughs> it's hard not to. Test, yeah. test. The, 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 red, the red faces defensive line. Uh, <laughs> that sounds uh, okay. worse. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Just see what no name. All right, no, 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 Jesus. Ended up being pretty relentless against an Eagles offensive line that looked like that they were undermanned. Well, because I know because I know Lane Johnson was out for the Eagles, and I think somebody else might have gotten hurt during the game. But it looked like uh, you know the uh, Washington defensive line just kept up a pretty relentless pass rush and. Uh, so they, they stopped the Eagles offense from being able to do anything. And the Eagles offense was banged up and without a guys like Miles Sanders wasn't playing and Alshon Jeffrey wasn't playing. So you can, you can kind of blame the injuries to a certain extent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really cur- cur- like, I really care that Alshon wasn't playing cause he's going somewhere fast. Like he's going to burn people on an out route or some shit like that. <laughs> uh, old he's trying to help you make excuses for why your team lost. That's <laughs> I think he's, I think he's still better than pretty much any other wide receiver. The Eagles have though, which uh, uh, and see, and here's the, so here's being an Eagles fan this year. At, you know, you win the Super Bowl back in 2018. No, 17. 17. And since then, you have pretty much, in my opinion, as a fan of a football team, you pretty much shit in the bed since then. And this year is even worse because you're you got uh, Greg Ward Jr., who nobody knows. Um and I still don't think he's a good receiver yet. He hasn't ha- done enough to prove himself in a – he proved himself in what, uh, I think three, four games maybe. And you weren't really paying, playing good teams, so that doesn't really count in my book. Um, you bring back old-ass Jason Peters and pay him a dump load of money to play one year. Um, and he's probably going to be hurt half the year, or at least every game, half the game he'll be hurt. Um, so he's really still only playing half the games. Uh, Lane Johnson, yes, he was out, and he's a big factor when it comes to the Eagles' offensive line. He's a big factor covering that right side. But um, Miles Sanders, um, yeah, he does really well, but he also had a lot of relief from the guy that they got rid of that came from Chicago. And that was stupid on my on their part. Like, I don't know why they thought all of a sudden, like, Miles Sanders is going to be the number one back because I thought that was ridiculous. Like, there's just been a lot of things that they did. Um, getting rid of Malcolm Jenkins, letting him go, going to New Orleans. Like, just just really dumb stuff in my book um, to try and supposedly make their team better, which I don't think they really did. I think they just made it look like they covered some wounds when, all in all – when the season starts and, you know, really gets in the swing of things, not just week one, but it really, really gets in the swing of things. They're going to be, they're going to be exposed for what they really are. And that is just a mediocre team still. And that, and that's sad because they had the chance to keep good players and then bring in some young players to be able to be 
mentored by the better player, by the old yep. players that were solid players, and they screwed <laughs> themselves in. And they and they keep to continuing to do that because Howie Roseman, unfortunately, in my opinion, of course, is not as good as everybody thinks he is at making draft picks and being able to sign free agents. That was um, Joe uh, Douglas, who actually was really good at that and was mentoring Howie Roseman before he went to the Jets. The Eagles are going to be screwed for a while, I think, still. Well, all I can say to you on that subject, kind of very quickly drawing a comparison, <laughs> is that my team won the Super Bowl – in 2011, you know, 2011 season, and it was in you know February of 2012. And since that happened, they've been to the playoffs one fucking time. <laughs> so I don't want to hear you bitch that the Eagles, who won the Super Bowl three seasons ago, just haven't been able to keep it together since then. <laughs> wah, fucking wah. Yeah, but your team also has more Super Bowls than my team, too. So I only have one. You have, what, four? <laughs> So stuff it <laughs> in your big fat pie hole. <laughs> At least your teams can find quarterbacks. Entire time though, too. I mean, Jerry Reese was a terrible general manager. He, he fucked up so many drafts and it took them so long to finally dump him. But now of course the problem is that you can argue that Gettleman hasn't really done any better. So, you know, he should probably be on his last string too, but his future is kind of tied to Daniel Jones. We'll see how Daniel Jones does. Sorry, Joe, but all the rest of us, our teams have won a Super Bowl this century. That's okay because I've seen all my sports team wins 12 titles in my lifetime, so I'm okay. I just yeah. wish my football team could find a real quarterback. <laughs> and yes, that the you... last one we've real one we really had was back in the 40s. That kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, right now you're, you're struggling with Mitch Trubisky and uh, – mm-hmm. Good old uh, Nick Foles. <laughs> Which you're pining, I Dick Nick you're is pining, what I hear he's called. You're pining for the Sid Luckman days, Joe? No, I just, you know, it'd be nice to have a quarterback. That was good. And I Jay Cutler like, was good to a certain extent, but he wasn't going was, to win a Super Bowl. Who was there before Jay Cutler? I, wanna, I can't remember. Uh, do, do you, <laughs> like 12 different quarterbacks. <laughs> Craig well, Krenzel, tra- right? Yeah. Well, we, we had... <laughs> We had Kyle Orton, and we traded him to Denver and had a draft pick to get Jay Cutler, which technically Jay Cutler was an upgrade from Kyle Orton, but Kyle Orton was very good at managing games where Jay Cutler was the gunslinger fucking all over the place shit and, like, a poor man's Brett Favre, put it that way. Um, Like, we're known for defenses, defensive players, and running backs. We can't get a fucking quarterback to save our life or goddamn wide receivers. I like Al. Al, Al uh, the current quarter wide receivers I like, but in our history, those are two positions we had, we've struggled with mightily. Yeah, me and, and Pat. When, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, ahead, Jeremy. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Jeremy. Oh, all right, all right. I'll go. Um, and then, of course, when the, you know, the Bears did make the Super Bowl, of course, they ran into my one of my favorite players of all time, and he ran into the Colts and Peyton Manning, so that didn't help them. Yeah, we could have won that game. I blame. Let's 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 not run. Let's stop running the ball in the second half. And let's like Rex Grossman fucking throw all over the place. I'm like I'm watching the game. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna lose. This, me and Pat, me and Pat have been lucky in that our franchises have actually had a couple of at least two or at least two really good quarterbacks in our lifetimes. So 
Yes, the uh, the Bears have had 23 different starting quarterbacks, you know, for, in terms of at least one start since 1999. Uh, there's probably one team, at least I can tell you, that's got more than that, and that would be the team that's really close to me. Well, I'll, I'll look at that in a second here, but uh, mm-hmm. you want me to give you the list? Uh, no, I've already looked at the list before. And, and we, don't, we don't have that much time to go through 23 of <laughs> Like Rick Myers on it. I would say them real Cordell fast. Stewart's on it. Yeah, um, Shane Matthews is on it. Shane Matthews. Jim Miller's on there. Jim there's there's, 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 a, there's a fucking plethora of shit. The clowns, the clowns might have more, Pat. Chase, Chase Daniel, Jimmy Clausen, Mike Glennon, yeah. Chad Hutchinson, <laughs> Brian Hoyer, Todd Collins, Jason Campbell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, is it the Brian, Brown, is he on that Scott list too? I don't remember. Is who, is, 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 who, is, who, is who on that list? Is Brian Greasy on that list too? Brian Greasy is on <laughs> yeah, that see, list. He's just on that list too. Brian <laughs> Greasy, I remember him. <laughs> he's a bomb. He, yeah, I, yeah, let's he, see. The, the, Browns, the, Browns, the Browns, the Browns, the Browns, the Browns. I think the Browns have more head coaches than maybe uh, the Bears had oh. quarterbacks. <laughs> that's that's close, but not close. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the the Browns have started thirty different quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty. <laughs> the Packers. The Packers have started six. <laughs> because you've had two of the most durable quarterbacks ever playing in Green Bay for most of those years. <laughs> oh, fuck Thirty. Oh. Fuck Green Bay. I agree with Joe on that. The, well, the Patriots. The Patriots had started five. Giants have only started. Giants hurt. have only started. The Giants have only started seven during that span. I wonder if I could get them all. To Eli, Kerry Collins, Kurt Warner, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, uh, Kent Graham, and Jesse Palmer. Yep, got them all. <laughs> you get the booby prize. Indeed, <laughs> you're a boob. Yep. <laughs> Well, hey, Eli. You know, Eli had that consecutive game streak going until they decided. Well, we want to see if Geno Smith's any good. You already knew he wasn't. <laughs> oh, so to give an update, so I'm going to give an update on uh, my fantasy football. Um, uh, Theo can give an update on his fantasy football if he'd like to, just so all our fans know how we're doing. Um, so my first matchup, I lost, uh, and it was not uh, very good. <laughs> But, yes, I lost my first matchup. Um, so we're going into the second matchup. I'm 0-1 so far in uh, in our league. Theo, what are you? Are you? Did you win or lose? I won. You won. He is 1-0. I won. I forget what the score was. Let me check it out. Get this subway shit off this app. What is this? I have got the time. <laughs> oh, it's got subway shit. I am, I am sitting out fantasy football this year, and i got to be honest, I'm kind of – perfectly fine with that me too just something i don't need to concern myself with i got other I, more important things going on i won 104 to 89 i lost what did i lose come on let me and and the funny thing about it is because we were talking about this being like a very running back you know heavy stat league that uh-huh. your relatives created my nephew um yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I got a shitload of I got a shitload of points for Kyler Murray for his hundred yards, his hundred plus yards rushing. I think is what kind of uh, helped me uh, the other day. Oh shit, that's right. Kittle's out. I need to replace him. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I scored 149 points and still lost because I think my opponent had like 170 some. So yeah, yeah. So right now I'm losing seven nothing because he the person I'm playing had a player in the Thursday night game. So we'll see what happens as of tomorrow because I think all my guys play tomorrow. So Sunday, 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 Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have one Monday guy. One Monday. Yeah, I'm guy. losing twenty three and nothing because they uh, whoever I'm playing is shut it down gate. <laughs> whoever that is, uh, Kareem Hunt had eighty six yards and eighty. This this is this is what drives me crazy. Let me pull up his stats. Because this is the part that's I, I is uh, this is gonna drive me crazy with this. So he had oh he had a rush he had a receiving touchdown still though he had 86 yards rushing so he had two touchdowns so that's what six points okay so that's 12 so he had 86 yards rushing and only 15 yards receiving but yet he scored he has like fucking wait wait go back go back go back he has 23 points off of that. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you shouldn't have big points from a running back unless he gets about 120-some to 150 yards. Unless he, scores, unless he scores a bunch of touchdowns. Right. That, or if he goes over 100 yards. Like, I just feel that the the amount of points he get per per yards is kind of, you know, mm-hmm. a little low. I just like, holy shit. Is... We'll see if tonight's the third straight night the Celtics blow a 12-point lead in the second half. Isn't yes, Hayward I heard about to play tonight? 12-point lead. I thought the last time I checked, I thought, I thought I saw that they were up 18. Uh, they're up by 15 now, but I'm just saying they've had a 12-point lead in every game so far, and they lost the first two. Is Hayward Wait. playing tonight, or is that the next game he's supposed to no, play? No, I, I think he's playing in the next game. I don't think I'm he's seeing, playing tonight. I'm seeing now that they're only up by nine. It's eighty-eight oh. to seventy-three. Oh, with t- okay, okay, it just updated. Okay, yeah. No, okay. he is. He's playing, Joe. Oh, is he playing? Yeah, he's, I've he's, seen that today. And just, I just brought the NBA up so we could at least talk about LeBron whining. Wah, I didn't uh, win the MVP. Know, I, I, I was just thinking that, and I, I read the article, and I really went, "What?" Because what it's a like, bitch. <laughs> I, I, I was I'm, literally like, I was no literally like I saying to myself, him. this this guy's won four MVPs, and so he's pissed off now that he finished for uh, he finished in second place for a fourth time. But uh, there was one quote here. Hold on, let's see. If he I was, was voting, you know, I would have voted for Giannis. If I was voting, I would have voted for Giannis this year. You know, not saying that the winner wasn't deserving of the MVP. <laughs> But that pissed me off. And I finished second a lot in my career, either from a championship and now four times as an MVP. So what does that tell you, son? Okay. <laughs> but then he says, I never came into this league to be MVP or to be a champion. I've always just wanted to get better and better every single day. <laughs> Those things will take care of itself. But some things is just out of my hand and some things you can't control. But it pissed me off. All right, okay. I understand the concept of being pissed off at something you can't control. That happens to me on a daily basis. But the line, I never came into this league to be MVP or to be a champion. And I'm going to stop you as, right there. You might as well have said, you came into this league 
purely to make a lot of money, <laughs> which is not something people want to hear from their athletes. And so right there, okay. So I got, I got to interject because he's frozen. Who's frozen? You, you are. are. Oh, I'm frozen. Sweet. Oh, I see. You can hear me. That's all that matters. All right. So here's my thing. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? Like, <laughs> you might as well. Like, if you're going to be in the goat conversation, you better shut the fuck up now. Because if you want to be the goat, you cannot be telling people that I didn't come to win and I didn't come to be an MVP. Because that is some straight up bullshit. You never heard. I have never, ever heard from the most mediocre player to the greatest player ever say i didn't come out to win really and all they want to do is win he was pissed off he got 14 out of 106 first place votes like listen jordan would, would you know listen jordan was in a conversation every single almost every single year he played for mvp yeah he's not going to win all of them there's probably some he thinks he should have won but he's not going to like He's going to use that in a different manner, which we all saw. He right. used it as motivation to to kick everyone's ass, especially when he played them in the finals. So that, that's where you see his greatness go to a different level. He's not going to fucking go out and get interviewed like, oh, uh, yeah, I only got fucking 82 first place votes when Barkley got 95. That's some bullshit. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Dude, shut up. Like, I'm just, I saw that today. I was like, I can't anymore with him. Yeah. So He's Adam, not even the best fucking Adam's, player on his team. Anthony Davis is the best player on that team, and he's been the MVP for the Lakers all fucking season. So there's no goddamn reason that this whole conversation just needs to stop because it's just Adam. It's just Adam sent me this thing headline from ESPN last night where they're like, "Only six teams have done the impossible: stop LeBron in the playoffs." Adam's like, "I'm sorry, six teams have done it. It's not impossible then." <laughs> no, that many. That's a lot of teams to stop you in the playoffs. Six out of so. nine sounds like a lot to me. <laughs> So here's the thing. So I so and here's the other thing. So just to kind of kick around the whole MVP thing and and what you know going to uh, Theo's point with Matt, uh, with Jordan. So the very last episode of the Last Dance, they're you know it's the final. They're talking about the final. They're going over the finals with Utah and Carl Malone wins the MVP. And Jordan, they're you know they're interviewing Jordan because it's it's about Jordan and the Bulls. And he says, was I upset? Yes. You know, but he also said Carl Malone was very deserving of it. Yes. He won't take that away from him. Which he was. I'm not going to say he wasn't either. Yeah. But what he then said is, I use that as motivation <laughs> to go into the finals and say, okay, he's the MVP. I'm going to show you. And what did he do? He showed exactly why he was the MVP. Yeah, Carl Malone had a bomb game. What game? three no game four where he put up like 40 points or something like that but he did that one game one game yeah he didn't win the finals the bulls still won the finals jordan still got a six trophy and six ring like i'm pretty sure is not the ultimate goal winning the championship being a winner is the ultimate goal I'm pretty sure when Curry won his first MVP, LeBron was also pissed that year because he thought he should have won that year, too. So this isn't the first time this has occurred with him, and he's publicly made a statement about it. But he didn't come into the league to win an MVP, to be win championships. championships. Just going to be a better player on that would take care of itself. Um. That is what, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say this once again. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard from a he literally, He literally came to play. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up 
and I, it just happened. I, well, no, I, I, I was, I was thinking I of the Mizzen's theme song. Oh, yeah. so just, just to backtrack real quick to football. So, um, Jeremy, uh, Devontae Freeman is uh, going to be visiting the Eagles, or is visiting the Eagles. Yes. Yeah, next week, he's expected to visit them next week. Hmm. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Oh, that's right. He, yeah, he, he's a free agent, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, nobody's picked him up yet, which is kind of crazy because he's pretty de- – He's pre- I think he's pretty decent overall. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, one Him thing and Peterson you have to were the last is, two big guys to be picked up. And, and the procedure for picking, for picking people up is a lot more complicated now this year because of COVID too. You know, you ha- they, they have to like – you know, if they're like interested in joining a team – they have to basically like go to the team's like facility or like a designated like safe hotel or something like that, and they basically have to stay there for three days safe and test and, and test positive or, or test negative. negative. I mean, uh, you know, for for three days in a row before the team can even really entertain the uh, the like the thought of signing them to a contract. So it's a lot it's a lot more complicated to just be picked up off the street this year, unfortunately. I know there's four teams that are interested in him. The Jags, of course, were one of them because he visited the Jags. But I guess he wanted to wait after until after week two to see who needed really what out of the teams that were. Well, yeah, he's going to play him. his. Yeah, he's going to play his hand. And okay, you need me now. You're going to yep. pay me. <laughs> Even if it's a one-year <laughs> deal, I mean, yeah. one-year deal, you know, yeah. you know, prove it, approve it deal. He'd yeah. probably be fine with that. I I see our. Uh... Our college football coach has COVID, Joe. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. He's probably not going to coach next week, so no, we're. Uh, I don't. I don't week. think they were going to win, even if he coached. Oh, so Miami's going to destroy them. It's <laughs> <laughs> a foregone conclusion. So definitely so. I, f- I feel like I, f- I feel a story coming on Ooh. that I'd like to share, and it's going to be fun. Is it about WAP? No. No WAP? But this lady might have had one, but I would never know. (laughs) Pat's like, oh, shit, here we go. So. (laughs) So. I, ha- I was thinking about this story before we before we got on here tonight, and I was like, you know what? Since we're talking about absolutely nothing and everything, I was like, this what? is the perfect time to drop this story. What made you think about this story? It was just making me think back to my single years, like some of the stupid shit that I did when I was single. You had a dream, oh. didn't you? No, I did not. It would have been – I, it might have been a nightmare at this point in time in my life, but <laughs> but so uh. – Many, many, many years ago, when a good friend of mine uh, worked three. for a DJ. Yeah, three. <laughs> yeah. Um, Long yeah, time three ago, years ago, geez. I say six minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, <laughs> my my buddy, my one buddy worked for a DJ, and his, his you know, the guy that was owned the company was a little out there, so to say. And he liked to have his um, company meetings at Irv's, which is now known as Platinum Plus, <laughs> which is the local strip club around here in the great Allentown. Uh, so we went there because he's like, dude, my boss is having a team meeting at the at the strip club. He's like, you want to go? I was like, 
Of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't I want to go see naked ladies? You know, who doesn't? <laughs> Jeremy was making it rain. <laughs> no, man, I'm a baller. On, I'm a I'm a baller on a freaking budget, bitch. I was making it freaking hail. <laughs> Sprinkle. <laughs> I was throwing nickels at him. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, if you were, I'm pretty sure they'd haul your ass out of there. But... Oh Had to God. steal that from Tosh.0. Oh. That, that, that was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen him do is to freaking uh, make it hail. Um, but anyways, so we go, and we're sitting there. We're having a good time, and his like his boss is just drinking, like just drinking like a fish. You know, you know, ladies coming up, ladies going down, ladies coming up, ladies coming down. Well, this one lady, and she was pretty, she was quite pale, you know, but not like ghostly pale, but just pale. She had Seamus, Seamus, not quite Seamus, a little darker than Seamus. <laughs> so she wasn't ghostly, but she wasn't, she was fair skin. Well, just that, that's the better term, fair skin. Okay. Um, and not a hair that I could see on her body except for the ones on her head, of course. And she's doing her thing, and all of a sudden, she decides to drop down on all fours. And I was like, oh boy, this is getting interesting. And she did this trick, which I have never seen ever before, and I haven't seen it since. Um, and she made her butthole pulsate. <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, because... Oh. My buddy's boss was drunk. <laughs> He's making paper airplanes out of dollar bills and throwing them at her butthole, <laughs> trying to <laughs> stick one in her butt. <laughs> I was like, something's wrong with this guy, but I was freaking laughing my ass off because it was really funny. I mean, the girl was really good looking. She was really pretty lady, but it was just really funny. And then she, of course, she turned over and did, you know, did the spread eagle on the thing. And he's trying to throw him in her, you know, her vagina and shit. I'm like, oh my God, like this guy's out of freaking control. But, uh, I wish I could remember her name. What was her stage name? It was like destiny or, you know, or crystal or something like that. What's that? A typical name. Typical, you know, stage name for, you know, I, I don't know. Is it, is it, le- is it, is the proper term stripper or is it exotic dancer? I think it's exotic dancer. Uh, exotic dancer is the proper. Yeah, the exotic dancer. So, but I think I never saw this person there, but we used to work with a lady. Um, she was a manager at our work. She recently passed away from cancer, unfortunately. Um, but she was like the bar keep. She <laughs> was dressed scantily clad at the, at the serving the beer and stuff like that. So was yeah. it somebody? Was it somebody you wanted to see scantily clad? That person? Uh, no, no, I didn't. I, <laughs> didn't no. But I, I mean, we can we can seriously talk for the next three hours about stories at strip clubs. Oh like, boy, I, uh, we I, we want Pat to stay awake. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, uh, I have I mean, a couple I could share. Just, uh, I mean, I'll freely admit I've been to a strip club a whole whopping <laughs> one time in my life. With me. Uh, yeah, that is true. We'll hold his um, hand. <laughs> it was now, awkward referencing the strip club that Jeremy went to I have never been to that one myself I know exactly where it is of course but he's patrolled around outside he just didn't have the nerve to go in no it's not that it's just that it's, 
I'm just it's, mad. <laughs> it's it's in it's in what you would not expect maybe as being like the most typical location for a strip club because it is in like a kind of larger like kind of almost like strip mall. I like, I think it's you know just yeah, a couple a doors store down. There. Right, a couple doors down is a is a Redner's Warehouse Markets, which, for those of you not in the know, and you want to be unless you live in the area Jeremy and I live in, uh, is a supermarket. And there's you know a couple fast food places not all that far away from it either. So it's really kind of like a huh, there's a strip club right there kind of place. But anyway, um, so you know Joe and I once worked for a wireless phone carrier doing technical support at a call center that was located very close to where this strip club is. I know where I know where minutes. I know where Irv's is also. I know where yes. it is. So now our 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 call support our call center got shut down way back in twenty twelve, so it's been over eight years now, which seems kind of almost impossible to fathom. Yeah. But but sometime after uh, our call center was shut down. I don't remember exactly how many years afterward it was, but that place was, I guess, rated is really the appropriate term. And several of the uh, dancers were, I believe, charged with various levels of prostitution. <laughs> Yes, they were. <laughs> I give you a little something, something extra for twenty dollars. Yeah, so it's like, ah, oh, okay. Now I, you know, didn't really think much of it, but now a friend of mine, uh, who also worked at that call center, he like sent me like a link on Facebook one day, and he was like, check this out, and I said, okay, and that's how I learned about it. And as I'm reading through the article, they had like the list of, of names of those who were busted. <laughs> and a couple of them, I immediately went, oh, I know that name. <laughs> it, was some, it was somebody who had formerly worked at the call center. <laughs> now, I let me say that because the call center is kind of big and you hardly know everybody who works there. I did not personally know, had never worked with directly any of the uh, the people who were buzzing. I think it was like two or three out of a group of like eight or nine or so. But I was just, you know, there was like a couple names that like because they showed up in emails a lot because the jobs they had were like notifying the call center of like various things going on or whatever. I just remember going, I, and I think the exact response I had to my friend on Facebook was, oh, I recognize a couple of those names. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't remember how the case turned out if they just like plugged them all down, which I'm sure they probably did to avoid, you know, jail and shit like that. Um, but just thought that was kind of interesting that that's something that had happened, you know, after, uh, after the call center had been shut down that some people were, I don't want to say some people were forced to work in that kind of a job, but, Chosen. I mean, just well, put it, just, well it, just, it just seemed a little interesting. That was all. I, I, I will tell you one thing out of those three people, Pat, one of them was working there while working at T Mobile. Oh, sorry. I already <laughs> said it. Sorry. I just threw it out there. Me and Pat worked at T Mobile. Screw it. It doesn't matter. I think everybody knows that T Mobile sucks. And if you don't know that T Mobile sucks, <laughs> T Mobile sucks. Um, 
Listen, I, I still have that because of that rent. discount they gave us, so I can get rid of that shit. <laughs> so I, I got rid of them as soon as I could. But there was that's a, interesting that she was working there while she was working at T-Mobile. It's like, how the hell did she find the time? There was a little bit of excitement out you guys' way today. I see that there was a gunfire at Lehigh Valley Mall. I yes. saw something about that that I didn't. I haven't had a chance to look into. Adam Adam texted it to me. <laughs> the yeah, sad thing yeah. about that then is that that's not that's not the first time there was a shooting there a couple years ago too. So that yes. that one I think was like late at night as the mall was closing. This one was in, looks like it was in the middle of the day for Christ's sake. The J.C. Yeah. Penney's apparently it's not, I think it was at Penny's. It uh, uh, well, it was out. You know. It was downstairs uh, in front of Models. Yeah. Right, which so is where the, right by pennies. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so four gunshots. They four found casings out for the models. People screamed. Uh, they interviewed a whole bunch of people. You know, the morning call, WFMZ. People were like, "Yeah, my husband did a baseball slide behind this, and I was <laughs> doing an army crawl." And you know, people were running hysterics, and people are, are you know, went in J.C. Penney's and they locked down the stores and just down the next thing. So. Um, I just watched it before um, a news conference before I, you know, we started this and they still, they really didn't release much about it. Mm-hmm. They're looking through all the videotapes of the whole mall and stuff like that. And I don't really think they know exactly who did it, but it seemed like they were going through store by store, evacuating the people and then like searching the store and stuff like that. Cause they had cops from like, I think like four different, four or five <laughs> different townships. The state police was there. Uh, they brought one of the armored, <laughs> SWAT vehicles. There was a guy. There was a guy from the morning call filming, doing videos, and this guy um, got out of a police SUV and he had like not even black SWAT gear. He had like military SWAT gear on. <laughs> he was putting the vest on. He got his his, his rifle was. He was doing all of this stuff. I was like, oh shit. Um, but yeah, it's I, that was definitely so kind of so crazy. I feel like we're gonna. I think we're gonna find. I feel like we're gonna find out either it's like somebody in a gang, or. Some crazy ass white person, like decided to go in the mall and shoot up the mall. Like that's that seems to be like the and it'll probably be the the second of the two, the crazy <laughs> white person for some reason. Yeah, you know, because for of some course. we have no sense of we have no sensibility and where, where where we should go shoot if you're gonna shoot somebody like yeah go to an open place and just shoot everybody you know not just take out one person take them all out because there's something um, wrong with people. The but, the rumor that well I don't see a rumor I guess it's a rumor. Um, the one re- rumor report is that um, somebody, there was somebody checking, like doing doing checking masks or whatever before they're letting people in motels, and someone supposedly walked up to the person that was working at motels and made a comment uh, about something, and then that's when people heard the four shots, but no one was hurt. You know, no one was hurt, Thank so it was God. kind of like. Like where were they shooting? What were they shooting at? What were they trying to do? Prove it's 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 very <laughs> shot up into the ceiling above them, into the stairway above them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it's 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 crazy. I mean, I won't be surprised if it's a crazy white person. I mean, look yeah, at the yeah, white people. We've had how many serial killer white people? We're just fucking. There's our race. We're loose. Fun. We got some screws loose in our brains. Well, crazy I Caucasians. Mean, <laughs> how, how, how many how many mass shooters have not been white? I know. Uh, yeah, not. I don't think of. I can't think of like more than maybe one, if any. I think, I think almost all mass shooters have been white. So yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're like I said, we got some screws loose. But back to some uh, stripper stories. Uh, I'm sorry, exotic dancer stories. Um, oh, I didn't realize <laughs> one was one wasn't problems. enough. Apparently, oh, no, no, no. So. I have another one, kind of like on the level of Joe and uh, Darth Pats. Um, so they're fun stories. Yeah, I mean, so being being a uh, working in a call center, my, yeah. <laughs> So working in a call center myself, um, there was this uh, lady. She was a little bit older than myself, and uh, you know she was always very friendly in, in that. And you know I was the trainer at the point at, for her new hire class, and you know so we're doing it. I'm conversation. I'm always very pleasant with people, and I always check in with them afterwards, and you know see how they're doing in that. And then uh, she was getting ready. She you know she had flagged me down, and she's like, "Oh, Jeremy, she's like this is gonna be my last day." I'm like, "Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that." You know, I'm sorry that you're not going to be able to stay. She's like, ah, oh, it's okay. I have another job. She's like, you know what else I do? I said, um, nope, <laughs> no clue. What else do you? I said, I thought you just worked here. I was like, do you work in the mall or someplace? She's like, nope. <laughs> She's like, I dance. I was like, oh, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> she must've wanted Jeremy to come watch. Uh, I was yeah, say, that kind of she... sounds like she was sitting on you. <laughs> Um, she a little yeah. wink, wink. Yeah, she uh, definitely <laughs> was giving me the I hint to you should come see me dance, and I was like, oh, okay. And not, you know, if if I wasn't married and I was still single, yeah, I probably would have went and saw her dance. <laughs> um, just because, like I said, she wasn't a judge for her for I mean for any age, she was an attractive woman. Um, but you know, since I've been married, um, that's, I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say I've lost the desire, but I don't have the need. Like it doesn't do anything when being married, like I'm going to go look at those ladies and I'm going to come home to my wife who we think is a beautiful woman. And what, <laughs> this, you know, it's not like I'm going home with those people. And then I'm going to come home to my wife. Cause that's just all kinds of wrong. So it's like, you know, at least when I was single, I could like go home and fantasize about that <laughs> on my own time, you know, take matters in my own hands and be like, yeah, you, bank, bank. you know, <laughs> like the spank bank. Yeah, oh exactly. God. Put them in the spank bank. You know? <laughs> As we always say, just make sure you clean up after yourself, kids, because that's just nasty to lay in it. <laughs> I'll make yeah. sure to jot that one down. <laughs> Write yeah, that right. down. If you're gonna do it, do it in the shower. All right, easy clean <laughs> Yes, exactly. So I must wow. say, wow. Now I'll leave that. That's even grosser. But oh, uh, here we go. You just you just shower right after you. And you're like, doop, doop. Shower off, still clean. <laughs> no sweating. No. Lube. Oh, okay. That's the shower. <laughs> that's enough, Jeremy. <laughs> Am I disgusting you? That's just <laughs> a visual I don't need. Uh, I mean, if Pat wants to hear more about it, that's between you and him. So, uh, No, what I'm kind of curious about based upon what you just said is why are you visualizing that? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wasn't visualizing anything that he was saying, so why were you? Jeremy's description, I'm just like, oh. He's a very, he, he hears words and he's like, now they're in my head. Now I've got a visual picture. Thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> no, that's, that's why I'm like listening, but 
get not. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's you what you do on all, that's what you do on everyone, Pat. So how's that different from this one? That's not true. And we're talking about a subject. I try to stay engaged. Try. try. Oh my god. Was the key word in that sentence? Try. I just said that. <laughs> Lord. So, do we have any wrestling news, AJ? Sure. What's going on in the wrestling world? Uh, I was actually going to ask if you guys, well, Joe may have seen it. Pat probably did, too. I saw Mr. Meltzer gave out his first five-star match this year, and it was the uh, parking lot brawl from AEW the other night. I did not see that. Um, that match was fantastic. Now, who, who did that involve? Because the best friends and Santana and Ortiz. That match was fabulous. Okay, interesting. Yeah. It was the bet. It was a really good match, considering the circumstances around all this. Like AEW had been shitty for like a month. Their Wednesday night show it was a train wreck, several weeks in a row, and then they put it on those four guys, and they delivered the best main event probably in the last six weeks at least. Yeah, I would say that. So, and I know Pat doesn't like Orange Cassidy. He was in the trunk of one of the vehicles, and that was fabulous. Why, and why, why was he in the trunk? Because he's friends with the best friends. He's the best. Okay, he's one so, of the best friends. So it was like a setup spot? Yes. Yeah. He came out of the trunk and gave them the orange punch. Instead of the Superman punch, they are now calling it the orange punch, which is fabulous. Uh, and in punch the best a, the a best piece just, a piece of me just died listening to you say that <laughs> and i can understand pat, them not wanting to call it the superman punch but then they called the orange punch yeah like jeremy said why don't they just call it the fucking hawaiian no punch? orange punch works orange punch works i think so um so the the premise pat surrounding this whole match was several weeks ago santana and ortiz fucked up the best uh, Trent's mother's minivan. <laughs> they fucked it up. They, like, you know, spray-painted it all over and took the tires off of it and all this shit. So that's kind of what set this whole thing up. So after the match was over, which the spot they did to win the match was fabulous, they put a board over, and he did a really cool finisher on this board. They beat the shit out of each other. I did get to hear uh, Jr call a board that was nothing remotely close to a two by four, a two by four. <laughs> Once again, proving that JR should never be announcing ever again. <laughs> so the thing that, well, he's, the not, thing he's, that not, he's not going to like to hear you say that. Well, well, fuck him and his Oklahoma bullshit. So, um, so then after the, after the match was over, the best friends get in the minivan with the mother, and she sticks the middle finger up out the window of the minivan. It was priceless. <laughs> it was it was good stuff. It really was. Yeah, and it, and it's a pretty high award. And not to say like Dave Meltzer's the end all be all. No, but he is kind of considered that guy though. So yeah, because he's been around the wrestling business for so long. He was in the wrestling business at some shape, in some no, shape. He wasn't. It, no, he wasn't. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure I've heard him say he, he was, was never in the wrestling business. I don't mean he as never, a wrestler. He, he never. No, he never in the wrestling business means that you worked for a wrestling organization. He never worked for a wrestling organization. He's always been a reporter. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I he, then, then I misunderstood something that maybe he said at one point in time. So. He doesn't throw out five stars very often, no. especially to a match that's not a regular match. 
Yeah, especially so, a match in that manner. And that match was really, really good. And I don't think I knew it could be decent, but I wasn't expecting that. So that was probably was match. the highlight of the week. Was that match probably so? Nice. Both yeah, shows. I did. I did think it was funny when Joe posted the uh, Mandalorian two trailer, and Sean was like, "It's boss time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we got to see Sasha Banks in the in the trailer. Oh well, yeah, it's like she she actually appeared in the trailer, which was interesting. So. And once so again, I must have to go back and watch that because I know you told me where it is, but I still don't catch it. <laughs> She's uh, next to a thing of crates or well, fuck Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't really that hard to miss. Well, I just didn't see her face, so I'm gonna have to go Open through it. Open your eyes, bro. Well, she's she's well, yeah, two things. She's wearing a hood, and yeah. she, I'm sure, it has normal hair, or you can't see, see her hair. You can't really see her hair, but I'm sure her hair wasn't blue anyway. Now, of course, the rumor is that she could be playing Sabine, which would be interesting. interesting. Yeah. Just a sec. Uh, I'm gonna pull up the trailer and I'll watch it right now. <laughs> Joe, why don't you give him some music to accompany that? I will uh, almost no, guarantee no, no. you, dear listeners, that he is going to rewatch this trailer right now, and when he is done watching it, he is still going to say to us, wait, where was she? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good possibility. <laughs> well, this is, yeah, okay, so. so. So apparently they have decided that Otis shouldn't have had the money in the bank because now we have a lawsuit to possibly take the money in the bank away from him. So well, see, uh, that was, I, I, I kind of felt like that, too. I, nothing against Otis. I don't watch enough to really have a strong opinion of him one way or another. It seems like he's a decent enough worker. But at the same time, he like most every money in the bank cash in has been a successful cash in. Um. I just don't ever see Otis being a guy to carry yeah. the time. So, so at this even, point, even even as like a fluke kind of thing. So, um, you know, they, they probably should have never given it to him in the first place. And again, no disrespect to Otis. Uh, it just seemed like uh, a, a case of this is the way you're going. You know, I, and especially and especially the way that they put the title onto Roman and and, and they're doing everything like that. It, it just seems very, very odd. At, at this point, though, I think I, as much as I don't like him, I kind of feel bad for him because just let him cash it in and lose rather than taking it away from him some other way. I think at this point, just let him cash in and turn it into a comedy and let Roman destroy him. So, yeah, that, that, that would be better than better never even getting the opportunity to cash it in. Yeah, even if you lose, because the, the, the one big cash in that I can remember that we being unsuccessful was Sandow's. And you could argue that it was all downhill from him for there. Yeah. But the match he had where he cashed in or where he tried to cash in against Cena, I remember that being a pretty good competitive match. It, where it did actually look like at least a couple times that was like, oh, my God, they're actually going to have him win. So it was a good match. Sandow was uh, underappreciated. He was a oh, pretty good yes. worker and he was he, he definitely was. And like the best kind of match really in my opinion, in a lot of cases, is the kind of match where you know who's going to win, but then you actually start downing it as the match is going on. And, yeah. and that that match I always felt was one of those. So, and they, I'm not super. I was not super excited about Clash of the Champions next weekend, but 
putting Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, and Sami Zayn in a ladder match makes that pay per view a little bit more intriguing. Yeah, that sounds like a, that sounds like a good idea. So, so they've made that. Um, having Keith Lee fight Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton every week on Raw um, has, is, is I don't understand that. So they've had. Well, I, I saw something on one of the sites that I still go to that said something. I didn't read the article, but it was speculating. Is Keith Lee's push already over? And I'm like, after Hopefully. three weeks. I mean, I said, if it is, I said if it is, and that's a that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty black mark on. Uh, I on, on creative. I think creative. I just I think I just sent the picture to Joe. I don't think I sent it to everybody. Somebody posted a picture <laughs> of Keith Lee in his singlet, and it's like, what the fuck is this? He looks like a fat ass D'Lo Brown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Let me find it. Now. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna put it in the group ch- group chat so you guys can see it. Cause I I laughed so hard when I saw this picture, and I'm like, this is so true. Cause I call him fat ass all the time, so it's very appropriate. So, Padillo yeah, Brown was the real deal now, <laughs> and he'll kick your sorry ass out on the street. All right, <laughs> I'll send it. So we have yeah. Why does WWE have Keith Lee looking like a fat ass D'Lo Brown? So I did rewatch the trailer real quick, and I did see Shasha Banks this time. So, yeah. Well, and it's, here's the thing for me, because I don't pay attention to the super details of when I watch everything. Sometimes I miss things. Um, she's It's very easy to miss because, you know, it is only like four seconds of her face, but easy to thought, spot if you're paying I, attention to it. I saw her right away. So did I. You guys pay but attention to the details better than we I do, all. So. I don't know if Jeremy necessarily knew. Like I, I, me and Joe, and I'm assuming you, Pat. We knew she was going to be in this season. Didn't necessarily know she was going to be in the trailer, but she knew she was going to. We knew she was going to be in this season. Right. Yeah, I, I'll, you guys I'll, I'll be perfectly honest that I was surprised that she was in the trailer. But then it's like with the rumors about like what characters are going to be appearing in this season, feels like they wanted to keep those a bit more under wraps. Like if Rosario Dawson is actually playing Ahsoka and if Boba Fett is actually going to be in it uh, and stuff like that. So I'm actually kind of not surprised that they didn't show stuff like that. I mean, they did have like the brief appearances of, you know, Gina Carano's character and Carl Weathers character who were in the first season. So I guess I am actually a little surprised that what that trailer didn't show was that it didn't have any uh, shots of, you know, Giancarlo Esposito as, as uh, Moff Gideon, especially since he's got the Darksaber. I mean, they didn't have yes. any shots to that. That surprised me a little bit. But yeah, even I that mean, is a surprise. Yeah. I mean, and that's and that's the whole reason why people are speculating that Sasha could be playing Sabine is because, you know, she once had the Darksaber, uh, you know, in, in Rebels, which, of course, takes place before the Mandalorian did. So, yeah, so he probably wanted to drop at least one little surprise in the trailer to us about, you know, a rumored character. But and, uh, and I, I expect there'll is. probably be there'll probably there'll probably be another trailer before the show hits because it's not until the end of next month still. So they got another time to release like another trailer. Yeah, that yeah. singlet does Keith Lee <laughs> no justice. I, they they like, can't find like they since they've moved him up to the main roster, they've actually changed his costume three times now. So yeah, I that's that's. Wow, that's terrible. 
So three times well, not, in like a month. That's not, yeah, that's not his fault. That's that's their fault. So that's that's pretty oh, yeah. shitty. And here's the thing, like, so here's the thing with Keith Lee. Like, I saw him a couple times in NXT, and I wouldn't say he was anything special. So to bring him up to the main roster and put him on uh, put him on, he's on a raw uh, raw. It it doesn't make a lot of sense because you don't you had no way of telling if he was over because COVID hit and like there's no crowd. So how do you know if this guy's over enough to be able to put him on the main roster and I mean, have some kind of feud or storyline for him? He is when he's got nothing to work with. He is over like the events I've been to. He's over. I I don't I I don't like him at all. I don't think he's. I agree with you, Jeremy. I think I think if Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe had not come along. That makes Keith Lee a little bit different and, and something unique and something we haven't seen before. The problem is he's terrible on the mic, so that ruins that ruins it for for him with me. Bad. I think he's why well, I, I think he's terrible, and he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of charisma in my opinion. So he's not he may be a de- he's a decent in ring guy for for a fat guy he can do some stuff, but. If somebody sat me down and said, you have to pick between Kevin Owens, Keith Lee, and Samoa Joe, I'm taking those two before Keith Lee even five years from now. Because Kevin Owens is one of the best guys in the company on the mic right now. Keith Lee's never going to get to that. He's never going to get to that point. So, And I don't think he's going to get a lot better in the ring. I think he's kind of where they're going to make him, okay, you can only do this many moves. They're going to probably give him stuff that he's only allowed to do. He's probably going to be at that point where they're going to try to keep him safe because he does like to do some crazy stuff. He likes to flip out of the ring and do some stuff. that. But that's what I want to see him do. Like That's why I liked Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe because they did some cool stuff for chubby guys that they weren't supposed to do. If you take that away from them, then you're like you're like putting them into – pigeonholing them into – you know, Brock Lesnar, I don't really want to take a pot, you know, use Brock, but you're, you're pigeonholing them into somebody that they're maybe not exactly. Right. And that's, what's going to happen with Keith Lee is they're going to pigeonhole him into you're the big guy. So you're only allowed to do this many moves. And they, and WWE's taking moves away from Kevin Owens. Like he doesn't do all the stuff he did when he came in five years ago. Like he did a lot more stuff then. they've dumbed his move set down and I don't get to see him do a lot of the stuff I want to see him do. So and that's what happens sometimes. Right. Well, here's the one thing and I'll, and I'll, you know, I listened to the undertaker do an interview one time and they, he was talking about his character and the kind of characters that he was before the undertaker you know, he was a very athletic guy, uh, his, well, until he got older and kind of beat up, he was an athletic guy. So he would do more athletic things, but it didn't fit the character of the undertaker. Didn't make sense for him to be running super fast or, you know, uh, doing high flying moves. That's why he would only throw things like that in every once in a while, like the jump over the top rope or, yeah. you know, he had his, uh, the, the, the <clears throat> old school move, you know. So he didn't do a lot of that because he realized, okay, my character cannot do this because it doesn't make sense as the Undertaker to be doing high-flying moves or super athletic moves. He had to be slow. He had to be methodical, you know, because it made more sense to the Undertaker. Now, the problem is, is you got Keith Lee, and I don't know what his character is supposed to be, um, but he is I, a I don't think guy. anybody. I don't think anybody quite knows exactly what his character is supposed to be right now, so – but you have to – they have to define his character and then say, okay, based on the kind of – based on the character that you are, 
within the ring. This is what you're, you should have certain moves that you do. And then because you are still athletic, bust this move out once every couple matches, you know, just to show that you can do an athletic move. So people don't forget, Hey, I'm not just a big guy. I can do other stuff and, and let that, but that's not how WWE works anymore. They haven't worked like that for years because they don't let people just be themselves amped up to 10 that everybody's got to be. It's almost like we've kind of reverted back to what the, the early nineties and eighties where everybody was a gimmick character and had, you know, it, you know, was, I guess comic book character you could call it or a cartoon character. And it's, it's hurting them. It's severely hurting the WWE by not letting these guys be who they are and develop their own character and not having any trust in them to be able to do that. Cause Keith Lee is probably better on the mic than we know, but he just, this is what we want you to say. Go out and say this. Like, it's, I don't, I don't it's think dumb. his promos since he's been called up have been that bad. I think they're average promos. He's, he talks like he's, uh, his promos sound like he's he, he's uh, uh, doing like an intellectual um, promo uh, for the most part, which <laughs> I'll take that off some of the other promos that a lot of other guys fucking do or people in general. So his mic skills aren't bad. I think they're average. He's a good worker in the ring, too. Um, it's just I don't know. I think his, his character as a whole is is like the whole Legion thing. Like, what are you what are we defining that of? I mean, because I've seen him work with – he's wrestled Brian Cage multiple times. I've seen some of those matches and some other ones. He could definitely go in the ring. But it's the whole WWE, let's, let's, let's not do what, what, what you can do. Yeah. Well, they've ruined Samoa well, Joe. Like, Samoa Joe was so much better <laughs> in TNA. Like, it, it, like yeah. he came in wanting to be the same kind of character, and it kind of – and it was that way. I felt like in NXT it was that way. But as soon as they moved him up to the main roster, it's like, okay, you've got to be menacing and you can only, you know, beat the shit out of guys. And it, it, like in a, like with punches and kicks, like you can't, you know, it's it just, it was weird. And he had like his promos just, they weren't terrible, he's, but they no, weren't he's, really he's had good. Some, he's had some really good promos when he was feuding with AJ. He had some really good promos when he was like saying, I'm going to take your wife and say night night to your kids. Like he had some really good like stuff going on, but he just, he's gotten multiple concussions since he's yeah. got called up to the main roster. So, yeah. so it's, it's, you know, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, I feel like they trust Kevin Owens and that's why he is able to succeed yeah. with his character. I mean, he, I'm not going to take anything away from him and saying he's bad or anything like that, but I think he's got that trust level with Vince and the people that he needs to, that they let him go out and be himself, you know, the, the, the they sarcastic do. dick, they do. so to say. Right. And he's a face they, now, so he's not as much of a sarcastic. He's actually been able to do the face thing well, and I was worried that he was a guy that could only pull off the heel, and he's actually done pretty well as a face. And the limit his moves is not necessarily a bad thing as long as they haven't cut it down to too much, you know, you know, too much of they've just, too, they've too just little. taken away probably two or three of his moves that were cool and that were like different than other people's. They've kind of taken that away from him. And that's like so here's here's a perfect example of uh -huh. something that WWE's done recently that just and Joe. I know you guys don't necessarily know who this person is, but I'm still going to describe the situation. So there's a guy in NXT. His name's Bronson Reed, and his whole gimmick was thick boy. He's a heavier guy, but it wasn't a demeaning 
term. It was thick. It was like T-H-I-C-C-B-O-I. So his whole gimmick was thick boy. It was great. It was working. He had unique personality. Everything about him was unique. Somebody must have not liked the thick boy thing. They took it away from him. They've made him the colossal Bronson Reed, like Godzilla, and it's completely ruined him because he's he's not unique or different or special now. He's just mm. blah. And it's just they completely took this guy that had all kinds of potential and had a gimmick that was perfect and it was unique <laughs> and it was special and it made him stand out. They took it away from him, and now he's just another person, that a bigger guy that comes out, and he's a decent wrestler. He's average on the mic, not not great, could could and could go either direction. But they just took everything about him that was cool and appealing. They took it away from him and kind of ruined him a little bit. No, they did. And it's, and it's did. unfortunate because there are people out there that intentionally try and hurt people's feelings for you know, sake of hurting people's feelings. You know, they're just nasty, mean people for the sake of being nasty, mean people. But here you have a fictional person. You know, it's not really, you know, he's not, his name's not really Thick Boy. It's a character <laughs> that he's playing in, you know, in wrestling. It's not there to, to hurt anybody's feelings. It's not there to be cruel. It's just a gimmick. It's just the name. But yet, in, a, in the day and age that we live in, and I believe that we should respect everybody. You know, I'm not going to say that I don't. I think we should respect yeah. everybody. But Absolutely. there also has to be a point in time where we have to, as a person, not elect allow a name of a wrestler, okay, in, in this particular state, a name of a wrestler, let a, let that hurt our feelings because it's not like they're going out on stage and going, uh, you're a thick – you're not calling anybody thick boy. He's calling himself thick boy. Like that's – if you're letting that hurt you, then that is something – there's something that you need to address on your own level because nobody is physically saying that to you. Nobody is coming after you, and to take that away from somebody that could be successful in a in an industry is really, really – ridiculous like, in my opinion when when we went when me and nicole and eli went to full sale in november of last year he bronson reed fought this guy isaiah swerve scott the match was good and the crowd was hype and the crowd was singing you know saying swerve's house thick boy and at that point i knew there was something with both of them like i saw something and this was in november so i knew there was potential for both of them with as soon as the thick boy, I'm like, this is this is gonna work. This is gonna stick with this guy. People are chanting it. They're buying into it. I was like, that I saw it, and then they the, and it was working and it was helping propel him to where he was relevant. And then they put him in the ladder match. He he was good in the ladder match. And then next time he's on TV, he's the colossal Bronson Reed. And I'm just like, well, there there went his there went his uniqueness and his specialness. <laughs> there it went. But some people try and tell you, well, he should be able to be special without, you know, a demeaning name. Well, it, it's I, I don't like I, I I get it. Like there are people out there that are very sensitive. Not I, I get it. But you can't be so sensitive that somebody's name on a wrestling show that has nothing to do with you <laughs> direct stri- directly offends you. It makes Especially you feel bad. If they're- Especially if they're a big guy with that name. If they're a big guy with that name, then like if they want to call themselves that and they're okay with that being a bigger guy, then what? And he owned it. He owned yeah. it. He bought into it. Everything. He was like, 
into the character and everything. And I liked him. And they've just kind of made it where I just don't care right now because I'm like, okay, he's another guy. So, like, you ruined this guy that was cool and unique. You ruined him. So, by taking that gimmick away from him. So, and I I feel bad for him. So, well, the Celtics won. They did. I see. They did. They finished the job. So, that becomes a series if they win. I I ultimately thought Boston was going to win that in seven. Anyways, that's what I said at the beginning Boston in seven. So, yeah, one by eleven. So that's they held on. I mean, it, it's a it's a shortened season, but the NBA still the NBA. The Lakers are going to win in the West. So either way, the NBA has a compelling storyline. Either Lakers versus Heat or Lakers versus Celtics. They can sell both of those. Yeah. So I saw it's that easy. the NHL finals are starting, and it's the Lightning versus I can't think Dallas. Dallas. Dallas I was watching Stars. it. I was, I was watching it earlier. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's pretty awesome. Which I was, I you know I didn't pay attention after the you know the Flyers went out of the you know playoffs, but it was kind of interesting to see that the Islanders didn't really do much after they beat the uh, Flyers. <laughs> and they kind of fell off. Well, uh, Tampa took care of that. Yeah. Well, Tampa's really good. I don't think they if are. the Flyers played Tampa, they were going to win that series either. So I don't think it mattered who played Tampa. Because they're just that good. They've been really good for I feel like a long time now. They they lost tonight four to one because da- Dallas is a good team. They got a good goaltender. Um, they <laughs> Tampa was throwing everything at that goaltender and he was just he was pretty much just stopping everything in front of him. He was flying all over the place, you know, post to post. So I was like, oof, this is gonna be a series. It's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the nope guy. Nope. Not here. Nope. 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 Oh yeah, there was some <laughs> insane stuff in the in the first period that I saw, and some of the second, I was like, "Holy crap!" Like this is it, it was a good game. So here, so here's the one thing about hockey because I was I was watching, uh, I didn't watch every game. I, I only caught bits and pieces of cert, of uh, the series, but I saw most of this game seven with the Flyers. The one thing I think that needs to change in hockey, and I know we don't talk a lot of hockey, but I wanted to bring this up, is they allow for um, essentially what, what do you want to call it? It's uh, posting. They essentially post up in front of the goalie, and yes, uh, um, you know, to cause a visual distraction that they can't see what's coming, and and it's a good strategy. And every team can do it, and I I don't have a problem with it. What I have a problem with is that guys camp there, like they just stand there for you know ever. It seems like. You want three-second rule in hockey? Yeah, I feel like there needs to be like a set, like, okay, you have this area that you can be in, but you need, you only get like a, it's a five-second rule. Let's say five-second rules. After five seconds, you got to move, and then you can come back in. Like, whole body out, and then you can come back in. Or you have to move to a different area. You just can't stand in one spot, because that's what I see. And that's what I saw. Like, the guys will just camp in one spot, like the puck's over here, and they just stand there forever. They're just like – and like yeah, the goalies, if I had been the goalie, I would have been, like, hooking his ass and, like, throwing him off to the fucking side. Like, get the fuck out of my way, dick. I mean, <laughs> at the same point, that's the defenseman's job to get that guy the fuck out of the way you're in front of your goalie. But, you know, that becomes a stalemate a lot of the times, too, uh, yeah. between uh, the offensive player and the defenseman. So – it's yeah. I mean, it, it sucks because there's there's goals that go in and like fuck if the goalie saw he probably would stop it or, you know, it's there's those crazy tip-ins where the goalie has no chance. But 
So ultimately, those are the goals that, you know, when they go in for your team, it's great. But when they don't go for, <laughs> go against your team, it's like, son of a bitch. Like, this sucks. It's like a cheat. It, it seems, it gets to be a point where it kind of seems like it's a little cheesy. It's like, oh, you got a cheese goal because it was fucking tipping off a skate. Fuck that shit. Yeah. So I get where you're coming from with that. I, they probably will never do that. Yeah, they like just, they like the whole battles out in front of the in front of the goalies and stuff of right. that nature. And like I get it. It's it's even it's even that you know both teams can do it and all and almost every team does. Like I don't I can't think of a team that doesn't. Um, but it's just like there should be some maybe rule change that enforces something. I mean, because they've changed rule they've changed some of the rules to make the game a little bit faster and stuff like that. I know, but. Just something that smaller on the goalies and stuff like that. Yeah. Joe, did you see the did you see the quip from Rhonda today? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, so doesn't didn't amuse me. Um, like she's she's still playing her wrestling gimmick outside in real life. So I was like, okay. Like I, I, my my problem with that is is like I get it. She's you know playing the heel part in regards to that, but at the same time. Um, are you going to come back to wrestling anytime soon and do anything about that? Or are you just going to keep talking from home and not do anything? I mean, there's like rumors that she's training again. So. <clears throat> well, that's great. Let's let's hope she shows up. Maybe she's training with her other cohorts, her, her, her four horsewomen, women per se. Trying to, trying to teach the one how to actually wrestle because she still doesn't oh. really know how. Yeah, she's very just a little limited. So I guess the question, and I didn't think of this until now because we were talking about the Mandalorian and and uh, Sasha Banks being in there. With the whole new thing with uh, the cease and desist in the next 30 days with uh, WWE with third-party shit. Um, now, we know the whole thing with Sasha Banks. She's done filming all that stuff now. But if she is ends around in around to the end of the season, will she be allowed to go back or not? Because that's a third party, they don't have anything to do with WWE. <laughs> that's not the. That's not the. That's not what they're referring to. That's not what they're referring to. Okay, what are they referring to? Social media. Just, uh, social media and getting social media and advertising for brands that WWE doesn't advertise for on your own accord. Pretty much. So the instance, so Lana, the actual energy drink that she uh, advertised, I think she has, I don't know if she has a partnership specifically with them, mm-hmm. but she, you know, her and her husband drink that energy drink. Um, it's like a workout energy drink, per se. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she, she promotes it on her YouTube or her podcast or whatever the case may be. So, but that energy drink has no affiliation with WWE. So Vince is not making any money off of it. So that's the wrestler themselves, you know, building their brand outside of WWE. So he's kind of like doesn't want them to use their wrestling name um, to promote anything that's not WWE related, pretty much. But then he Hence comes why, and says, I own your real name, too. Like <laughs> uh, for some wrestlers, he does. It all depends. I mean, so that's like Paige, like Paige was like, fuck that shit. I'm not. I'm not stopping doing my thing. So she just changed her name. She had like at real page WWE. So she kind of put her real name on her Twitter handle and on her Twitch and all that stuff. She just changed the name. And Vince really can't do shit about that. 
Um, so some of the beat wrestlers are just, you know, are going to go that route. Um, people know what the wrestlers' real names are anyway. It's not <laughs> to find out who their goddamn real names are. So um, it is what it is. Um, Xavier Woods is good because he doesn't actually use his wrestling right. name for he's his just... social media stuff. He uses his, you know, his real name and other stuff for all his stuff. So you know, Vince can't do shit to him either. And the thing is, like, I, I there was a thing where Stephanie does not agree with her dad. She's already she did an interview. She she tells the wrestlers to promote their brand. I mean, it makes sense. So what if you get a sponsorship outside of WWE that's not that they're not making money off of? Because at the end of the day, you get a whole shitload of followers following you and watching what you're doing. Mm-hmm. They're going to then tune into the product because they're following you and they want to see what you're going to do on the show. So they're going to make money off of having higher ratings and having them, well, once we can, you know, show back up to a show or what they can do is buy their merchandise. So WWE is going to make money off that anyway, just not the way Vince wants to make money off of it. So I'm a little disturbed. It's it's silly, to be honest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I'm a little disturbed by what I just saw on AJ's screen. Uh, Do you have pants on, sir? Because I just saw you throw some pants over your chair. Those are my work pants, Jeremy. (laughs) Okay, so you have other pants on. (laughs) A little concerned. I'm like, uh... Maybe he thought you were getting comfortable and taking the pants (laughs) off and just throwing them behind, you know? Because we only see you from the chest up. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you were getting super comfy. Hang out with I'm like, I'm like that right now. I'm like that guy, that guy that thinks that commercial they show where that guy thinks it's a Zoom thing and he walks out with the to water the flowers or whatever. Oh, I thought we were doing a Zoom thing. And his tidy whiteies. Oh my god, it was so funny. Like the Miz last night in his tidy whiteies on TV. Good job, Miz. So nobody uh, really wanted to. So I have yeah, to. So because my. My wife, and she works in a different call center um, as a supervisor, she uh, they were doing like meetings and they were doing them, you know, live video meetings. And um, evidently one of the people, one of the uh, phone reps forgot to turn off his camera. <laughs> and it always happens everywhere. and uh had walked away during a you know lunch break you know 15 minute break whatever it was and when he came back he was completely naked and everybody saw <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, like everything you, uh... so i think when that happens you have no choice you just have to kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> that ha- luckily i did not see it but we have these equipment set up meetings um, because in the role that I'm in, we have to help everybody get their equipment set up before they start on a Monday. And the very first one that I was in, luckily I was, you know, you know, filling out a spreadsheet. Uh, evidently that happened. The person that was setting up their equipment, their boyfriend walked behind the camera nude. Like I get it. You walking around in your house nude, but what like you know some like you know like, they have a you, camera <laughs> when you have like for like this skype zoom whatever you're using when you load it up you can you first thing you do is make sure if you don't want anyone to see you click on the, the camera icon <laughs> and make sure it puts a line through it or whatever it does for that application so you know your camera's not fucking on and then whatever generic icon that comes up is showing and then you could do whatever the fuck you want like 
go into the meeting or you know before you do that it's just i don't know i think it's common sense but people are just no it's really all over the place it's just so awesome i've seen some really i mean i missed that thank god because i didn't need to see the dude i didn't need to see a dude dong walking past my screen so um, <laughs> but i have seen some interesting things like women with these ridiculous like crazy nails uh i've seen people um in and mostly women because that seems to be a lot of what um our industry you know brings uh in is is a lot of women some men not a, not a lot but they uh women in like tank tops with like just, just hanging out because it's no bra small <laughs> you know it's like we see a lot of stuff i'm like yeah i'm glad you guys are at home because <laughs> i'd be i'm afraid what you would wear to work um i'm afraid you would not be dressed professionally because i've seen that too at our work i've seen the uh you know the spaghetti strap tops which are not work appropriate um i've seen yeah. the um leggings that are so tight that you can see the skin underneath and they're wearing a thong for underwear like um i appreciate you feel confident but uh that's not appropriate not by any means <laughs> so some, something must have happened in my work this week because we uh, only usually send this email out to everyone if something happened so was it majority the dress of email? oh yeah yeah we dress, it was like uh is it thursday yeah i think it was thursday so I, you know, I, I get into work and go through my emails and I'm like, uh oh, dress code. So I kind of messaged one of the soups. I was like, hey, anything happened up there since you guys have been back at the office? I was like, he goes, why? Because they sent out the dress code. He goes, yeah, he goes, it wasn't anybody on our team. It was somebody over in, in one of the other departments. And he told me which department it was. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. That's fine. So I goes, it's nobody from our department. But yeah, they only send that out when they see somebody walking around the office wearing clothing that they're not supposed to. And they've been harping on it more now since, you know, my company is public and all that stuff. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. I see a lot more of those emails. Yeah. It's funny. I, I, I must admit, it's really funny to it's, like, you just, it makes you wonder, like, I mean, and it's not me being old by any means. It's just like having common sense. Like when it comes to, you know, appropriate dress attire for when you're going to work. Like we, and it's funny because like the, or even the, when you're going out in public. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> but you know, the OMS, they have a conversation. They come into the class. They would come into the classroom, you know, when we were in the office and say, if you, f if it's something you wear to the club, you don't want to wear that here. <laughs> they need to put something in the, in the manual that says, if you, Wear this to the club, or if you wear this to Walmart, please don't wear it to work. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Walmart last night in my nightie. Like, I mean, uh, you never know what you're going to see at Walmart, people dressed. You never was, know what you might run into there. And you know what? I used to – everyone. I don't do it anymore, but when it first came out, the, the people of Walmart – web page that was out that's there the people of walmart with the pictures of all the different people like dressed in inappropriate or very odd <laughs> attire jeremy i don't want to hear about you and walmart people in your spank bank don't want to hear about that tonight <laughs> nope no that i've ever made it thank god i, I, I think i would have had some problems if i was doing if, if they made that <laughs> but yeah oh my god <laughs> 
So I think I, I think it's Stumper time. I have a yeah, okay. question. Yeah, Stumper time. Talking about everything and nothing at the same time. Um, it's basketball related. Okay. Um, and I know Pat's on his computer because I can see the glare <laughs> in his glasses. So what you're saying is I have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> My, I'm right here. I'm not no cheating here. AG I don't need it. hands to do that. If we remembers. Huh? Uh, so you might get this. Um, so the Spurs had a long run of being in the playoffs for many years. Mm-hmm. And this year, gently, was the year they did make the playoffs. So who is the leading scorer for the San Antonio Spurs the last time they did not make the playoffs? <sighs> Goodness gracious. Now we're going back. We're going way back. Yes, that's that's the crazy part. Way, way back. Because, I mean, they were making the playoffs with David Robinson. That's what we're talking about. Well, I mean, Jerry Sloan, I think they made the playoffs with Jerry Sloan, I think, just about ever. Like, he, I don't know if he ever didn't make the playoffs. So. Well, it's Utah, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, the Spurs, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so, so you have to go back probably like David Robinson's rookie year, I would think, if anything. No, I'm pretty sure I know which year it was. I just don't remember <laughs> It was, the, it, was, it was the year that Robinson got hurt. It was because they lucked out in the lottery then were able to draft Tim Duncan. But it was like that was that year like Robinson was hurt and missed most of the season and they were pretty terrible. I just can't think of anybody who they had on the team at that time. I'm going to go. I'm going to say Sam Elliott. Sean Elliott. Jeremy. Sean Elliott. Sorry. Sean Elliott. Are you taking the name of Sam Elliott in vain? <laughs> <laughs> I so mean, Sean I, that's the closest I can come to as a name that I can remember from that era. That, might be a, that, that sounds like a good guess. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, I'm going to say Vinny Del Negro. And that's another one. Yeah, I remember that name from that time frame. Yeah. Jeremy's guess was I was thinking Sean Elliott. I'm going to say Vinny Del Negro. Because I have that year of uh, hoops cards <clears throat> that those guys were on. Sir Patrick. I don't have a guess. I, he has I'll no give guess. you one hint. Uh-huh. Put a lock in your first answers in as official answers. <laughs> okay. So evidently we're wrong. <laughs> evidently we're wrong. Correct. You're all wrong. This person, I'll give you a second chance. I'll throw you a lifeline. Um, this person had a battle with Mr. MJ. Pat, what are you laughing about? Just... The way that he said that. <laughs> now, now, now. So just, just to, uh, to, to nitpick, I guess maybe. When you say their leading score, are you talking gross points? Or are you talking points per game? He he. It's what he averaged per for the season. Okay. Points, points, his average points per game. Yeah. Not right. gross. You can, you can score twelve, you know, twelve hundred points and only average like twelve points a game. I mean, oh, how interesting! Did you just Google it? No, nah, yeah, I definitely looked it up, but I got <laughs> all, all. I'm gonna say he had no guess. I, I didn't have a guess. All I'm going to say is I did not even remember him being on that team that this guy played there. Yeah, the only yep. the only person I can think of, and I might be wrong because I I might be putting him on a team on the team and he ever actually played for them. But I, I feel like didn't Sam Perkins play for them at one point in time. Then he played for the Spurs at some point in time. Maybe. 
I feel like he did, but yeah, I, I could sure never. I wouldn't ever think that he had a battle with Michael Jordan at any point in time because he he wasn't like a confrontational player. Um, no, Sam Perkins never played for the Spurs. He played the first several years of his career for Dallas. So, mm. um, yeah, so I was thinking. I'm thinking the wrong person. I was definitely thinking the wrong person. Uh, yeah, Sam, I have no Sam, idea. Sam Perkins, Sam Perkins' career with Dallas, the Lakers, Seattle, and Indiana. I don't know. I can't think of enough guys from back in that age. You're gonna say it, and I'm gonna be like, okay, that I do remember that name, but I'm not. You remember the name, but I don't think you remember that he. he, You're not gonna remember that he he even stepped foot in a Spurs uniform. Really? Oh wow. That was so. It was very short lived too. Uh, Did you look, Pat? uh, Was it like two or three seasons? He played just the one year for the Spurs. Just one year. Was that one year? Okay. Yeah. Couldn't remember if I thought it was two. And I could say say something else about his tenure around the time he played for the Spurs, but that might give it away, so I won't. Yeah, no double hints. It's not going to help me anyways. (laughs) That's just, it's too too long ago. Such an odd player. It it might tip it off too much for uh, for AJ, so. All right, AJ, what you got, man? Uh, He's he's pulling it out of his bank. (laughs) And not a spank bank. It could be. He might have a different kind of spank bank than we have. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> not flipping me the bird, so it could be true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been thinking since you since you said. Um, and I don't want to Google it yet. I'm going to say Brian Russell because I don't I don't know who I don't know who this is because I'm trying to remember who played on that Spurs team. So and I'm, I'm the, just drawing a blank. The man who battled Michael Jordan in the slam dunk contest. Dominique. Dominique Wilkins. Yes. <laughs> Dominique wow. Played for the Spurs. Yep. I mean, yep. I vaguely, I wow. vaguely remember that. Yeah, it was, it was weird because yeah, he he had been with the Hawks like his whole career until the ninety three ninety four season when he got traded to the Clippers. Yep. But he only played for the Clippers to finish out that season. Then he was with the Celtics in ninety four ninety five. Went and played in Greece in ninety five ninety six. Came back to the NBA in 96-97, which was the year that the Spurs last missed the playoffs because that was year Robinson only played six games. So, you know, they were terrible. And he, so Neek was with the Spurs. He played 63 games starting 26. He played 31 minutes a game and averaged 18.2 points. Then he went and played in Italy in the 97-98 season and came back in the 98-99 season to play for Orlando, but he only played in 27 games, only playing nine minutes uh, uh, a game, and that was the end of his career then. But that yeah, was a good I, one. I, that was a good I, one, Joe. Yeah, I did not even remember that he ever played for the Spurs. No, it just, I, that it's, was crazy. One of, it's just one of those guys that had a long career and played with like one team for the majority of his three, career, you know, three-quarters of his career, and then – being, it was, it was a, a great score. Yeah, yeah it was a great and score for the, for playing the for some other random teams that you kind of just don't remember him even playing on. No, because I don't even remember him coming back after he after he was let go by the Hawks. Like I don't even remember him playing because that's how in. I don't want to say insignificant, but that's it's not memorable. His I mean, I remember when he played for Boston. I, I do remember when he played for well, Boston. Of, so. of course he would. So. So good. They were, I, I, I always remember him because he had one of the best nicknames. I always thought. Yeah. The human, the human highlight film, and that was because of like you know the the dunks, the like dunks, and all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just yeah, but he would, yeah, just because he would do that shit in games. You know, it wasn't just <laughs> yeah. he wasn't just like in slam dunk contests and every other thing. So he's he's become he's been a guy who I think has become a little underappreciated because well he never won anything. So yeah, yeah. he's on that list. He's on that list of all time great players who never won anything. And, the, and Atlanta really never. I don't want to say never. They 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 could have done better with those teams, he all those Atlanta Hawks teams he's played on, but they they were never able to put anything substantial together. No, I mean he was for him. he was I mean, he was in the unfortunate circumstance of playing when Bird and Michael were playing. So like he was or and the Pistons. He was in yeah, the East. Like he, he Atlanta yeah, Atlanta wasn't yeah. Yeah. yeah, Atlanta wasn't going to beat any of those teams. They weren't good enough, so that's the problem. Is they ran into and even even the Cavs were you know got good at, for a period. So like Atlanta was just there's too many juggernauts there for Atlanta wasn't going to beat those teams. They got they got Dominique got Bird closer to the end of his career, and then and then the Pistons and then Jordan. Yeah, I mean, they could have done a little bit better than what they did. <laughs> Make it a little bit more competitive than what they yeah, what they were. Like, like in Dominique's tenure with the Hawks, they never got to the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. Nope. He had he had right. that they had he had that one game against Bird where him and Bird went back and forth in the playoffs the one year where they kind of both like went back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was you know. Because the Sixers were pretty decent at that point in time, too. They had Barkley, and they were pretty decent with Barkley the whole time he was there. I can't remember them being really actually having a terrible season. So even that, you know, you had really good teams in the East. And then it got, you know, as time went on, it kind of all shifted to the West. All the good yep. teams ended up in the West, and now the East is shit, where the West was had some decent teams, but wasn't as strong as the East, you know, as the East, the West was not quite as strong. You had some teams, but not a lot. Cause the, you know, who you had the Rockets, the Blazers and wow. Utah. And, and, and the San Pistons, Antonio. the Pistons won two championships. Then the Bulls won three. So there's five. And then Jordan took time off and Houston won twice. And then Jordan came back and won three more. So there's like a 10 year period there where the East won eight championships out of the 10. So right. now it swung the other way where the West is winning a multitude of the championships and the East isn't really winning anything. So, no. and, and because that's why LeBron's had it easy a lot. You could say in the postseason cause he's had to come out of this the first year he's going through the West and it's a shortened season. So, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, I guess, are we at the end of our show? Do we want to say it's the end or I feel like it's no. trying to come to the end. <laughs> Yeah, I still have more strippers. I still had more strippers. I had strippers. So. <laughs> You'll have to save that for the next <laughs> all about nothing and about everything show, because um, uh, <laughs> we will okay. certainly do another. Do you remember nothing show? Do you remember what we're doing next week, Jeremy? <laughs> yes, we are going to be talking about Bash at the Beach '96 and WrestleMania. No, 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 no not WrestleMania. Sorry, not WrestleMania. Let me correct that. Okay. <laughs> Not WrestleMania. Um, King of the Ring. Yes. 96. So we're going to be talking Bash at the Beach 96 as well as King of the Ring 96. Sorry. I want to say WrestleMania because it's the big one. But <clears throat> that's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she clearly wasn't talking to you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
with it, Pat. She was talking to Pat. Dude, he just zones Pat. out. <laughs> Anyways, Pat, we know yes. we know you're thinking about it. We know you're thinking about that WAP right now, Pat. Don't don't lie. <laughs> So, yes, that does really bring us to the end of our show. We've had a lot of fun talking about, well, everything and absolutely nothing, too, all at the same time, sharing some really gross stories, too, at times, uh, being a little naughty on this episode, kind of letting loose. Hopefully, you got every, everybody enjoyed it. So we just want to thank everybody from tuning for tuning in, no matter where you're catching this, whether you got it on YouTube, you got it on iTunes, Stitcher, um, Spotify, or even now, you can catch it on Amazon Radio, because we are on Amazon Radio now. Shit, yes, that is we right. are. I got the confirmation email just yesterday. So, yes, we are on Amazon Radio, so you can just speak into your Alexa and find us by just asking for the Four Guys podcast. So you'll be able to find us there. So we want to thank everybody uh, for tuning in and watching. We hope you had a lot of fun. And, yes, we will be back next week where we talk about wrestling. We're talking about Bash at the Beach 96, and we're talking about King of the Ring 96. So until then, we'll see you on the next episode.